0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Uh, look at this, folks, two weeks in a row. If you listened last week, I had an episode where I called myself out for not being consistent on our podcast schedule. And it's something I teach and preach. And then even you know me, the guy who talks about this all the time, I messed up and I said I wasn't going to let it happen again. And I promise you that. So I started loading up on shows and what I'm doing is I'm I reached out to a bunch of groups I'm in. I'm like, hey, let me get some shows. Cause I, you know, a lot of the groups I'm in, we have a lot of friends in the business and in the industry who are just killers all over the country. We have a lot of masterminds we do on the back end. And what we wanted to do today was bring one of them on. And uh, he's got a really cool uh, story. Um, you know, a lot of times people say, I'm brand new to this market. I, I don't, I, how am I going to start? I don't know anyone here. And we hear that quite a bit on the show. We get people that write in and whatnot. But this guy was from a different country. Okay, in 2008, um, he came to the States over from Scotland and he started from scratch. Like, you know, when I moved to San Diego um, and I just got my license again, I say this on the show because I'm going to start recruiting all you guys. But um, when I got to San Diego, I told myself, I'm not going to sell real estate. I was burnt out. But five years later, here I am. I got my license back Um, and I'm not going to get into the sell, 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 sell. But I am going to build other people's brands and create content for them and all the above. And no matter what you do with this business, you'll never escape it once you get into it. But there's so many different facets of it. And I found his story really interesting because a lot of people um, will say, oh, real estate's not for me. But this guy comes over from another country, goes into Denver and he starts just selling houses and he does very well. And I think you guys are going to get a lot out of it. So I've known you for a while. Um, How long? I don't know how many years, maybe five, seven years. And I haven't seen you in a couple of years since COVID and whatnot. So, but we were going to do a show back then, I believe. So. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself um, to the audience here and uh, let's get right on into this because uh, I think all you guys are going to get a lot of good learning lessons of how to start from scratch. Um, So if you're struggling today, if you're just stuck, um, you don't know something's not working, you don't like interest rates, your buyers are stopping to buy because their payment is no longer affordable or vice versa. Look, we all start from somewhere. So this is going to kick you in the ass. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce uh, Denver Realtor Yoon. Graham. What's up, dude?
1: Hey, Mike. Um, great to be on the show. Um, COVID has been kind to you. You're looking great. Um, I've, uh, mm-hmm. as I said, I've not been, I've not seen you for a couple of years. So I uh, lost a lot person. of weight. Lo- lo- I- not in per- I've not seen you in person, but obviously I've seen, you, we've seen each other online and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's great to be on with you. I I think, you know, I, I love to do this. I love to kind of maybe share my perspective on things, my perspective, not just on on real estate but the opportunities that we have and that we're blessed with in this country so i think that's really part of my story as well um you know swam right. over from scotland 14 15 years ago um but i i got here um you know these american girls mike they're too hard to turn down so um, <laughs> Well, especially I'm, with I'm, an
0: accent like that,
1: i a mean, have a bunch of women saying... coming
0: into the call. In there,
1: but, Dude, where's that union? Can you put that one on YouTube? I want to see the video. Well, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> if, you put, if you put close captioning on, when I've been talking, it can come up with some pretty uh, interesting phrases and words that um, follow me. But yeah, so um, moved over in 2008. Um, my wife's a Colorado girl. So we, we met actually Mike in San Diego in 2004, she was out there. Um, so we we met in 2004, married a year later, spent a couple of years in Scotland, where I think we were uh, laughing that we were both drug dealers before we got into real estate. I was <laughs> uh, selling pharmaceuticals. Um, yeah, then moved over, um, you know, with my eyes wide open, but in, a, in the worst financial market we've seen in, you know, 80 years. So To be honest with you, Mike, I didn't know what I was going to do. I wanted to get back into maybe selling pharmaceuticals or doing medical devices. But, you know, in 2008, nobody was hiring; everybody was laying off. I thought I came over with this, you know, charming accent and I would just get a job. And it it just um, it didn't work like that. Um, So I really had to pivot. I um, did you have any real estate experience when you came over? Absolutely. Well, actually, we, we own a little property uh, back home in Scotland. So we have a little flat. Um, that I, We still have to this day in my hometown. That was the only kind of experience I, I had. I, I know I liked it and, and kind of like always had um, a mystique around it in terms of what it might, you know, what it might end up with. But no, absolutely no real estate. So um, first job in the United States, I was selling yellow page ads. And, you know, I think what that taught me, Mike, is Yellow Pages is definitely not the future, <laughs> even though I was trying to tell small business owners it was. But I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I went and knocked doors for close to 18 months, small businesses in Denver and down in Colorado Springs, we, we went down there. And I, and I look, I, I looked back on that um, time in my life and I was like, why the hell was it doing it? Cause I'm, I don't know about you, Mike, but I'm a firm believer that everything, everything happens for a reason. You're doing something. Yep. There's a reason behind it. You might not know then, um, but you, you'll figure that out. And what it taught me really was how to build relationships, Mike, because what I would do um, is obviously build a relationship with a small business owner and, do a great job for them and provide value. And then they would in turn tell their friend who was another small business owner about me. And I can always remember we would come in on a Friday afternoon and we would have to cold call for four hours straight. And we would pick up, pick up a a yellow book and and call through that. And I, I didn't do it. I refused to do it because that was not my intent. I was not a cold call guy. I was a relationship guy and I was always the one that had the most appointments for the next week and was closing the most amount of business. So There was was something behind that. And I was part of a little networking group that had a realtor in it. And he said, you know, I think, I think you're looking for something else. I think you, you, um, there's, and I said, look, I, I, am in America. I'm in the land of opportunity. I'm all ears. What are you thinking? He said, you should get in real estate. I think you'd be really good at it. Um, you know, you can, you can, you know, The world is your oyster in real estate. You're really your, you know, it's like that. You're your own boss. You've got the flex, you know. He he threw out the comments of it's flexible. It's like, yeah, right. Bullshit. Flexibility in your first two three years, there's absolutely none. Um, So yeah, I I in 2010, I got um quit quit the yellow pages. Studied at home for two weeks. Because I I didn't have the money back then to attend the courses. I just bought the the books, the on the, the real estate books, yep. studied, went in the class for a week, sat my test, got my license, and just came out of the gate and and realised that Mike. I think you know back then I had no experience. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have a mentor, um, but I knew that I would learn over time but I could outwork anybody like work was not the work ethic part was not a problem to me so if if you if you had the experience but didn't have the work ethic I was going to beat you on work you know work ethic so my first full full year in real estate and you know what it was like back then Mike it was a it it's it's insane to think about that basically nine out of every ten homes were in short sale or foreclosure back then that's what I cut my teeth on I was selling condos in Denver for $12,000, $15,000. I was making a couple hundred bucks, which was a fortune to me yeah. on a commission check. And, you know, that first year, I I just, you know, no days off, um, 89 hours a week, and I sold 36 homes in my first year. And I did not have any kind of idea if that was good or not, because I thought it's really good. if I sell 36 homes in my first year with no experience, the average realtor must be selling a hundred homes a year. No, that so, might, That's what that's yeah. what I believe because I I didn't I, I had no. Uh, what what do you know concept. the
0: averages today or even then it's like, never changed
1: f- like five to seven six homes or yeah. yeah six homes yeah. is the
0: average size the realtor uh, sells and I don't know how you can make a living off of that.
1: No, and I you know I um I sold a lot of homes but they were you know I think my average price back when I started was around $80,000. That's kind of what my average price point was. Um but I just I didn't look back because I I loved it. I loved I I didn't think that I was working. Mike, I I think I think I found something and, and we talked about this just offline about the longer you get into the business, it becomes, you know, it, it does become a little bit of a grind, but the, that that first year I was just on cloud nine because I you know, I, I I was making some money, not a lot of money, but I was providing for my family. And I found something that I found; it just came naturally to me. And the other big thing that I really want to reiterate to the the listeners: if you if you're if you're born in this country, if you're born in the United right. States of America, you won the lottery. You yes. won. You got you got the the Charlie, Wonka golden ticket because there is nowhere else. And I've said this so many times, there is nowhere else in the world with so much opportunity. 100%, and God bless. I came I came here as an immigrant with with nothing. Like I, I didn't have some trust fund with my parents. Like I, you know, my parents went through a divorce right before we moved over. And I just wake up every day, not you know, sometimes a little bit different enthusiastically, but I know that I'm a kid in a candy store. Waking up in America because the opportunity is off the charts, and I and I'm living proof of that. I did. I had no connection to anybody in Denver, anybody in the metro area. My wife is from a small, small town in Colorado, 800 people. She did not grow up in the city, so I had to create these relationships and create the business on my own. And I'm living proof that. And it it may sound corny, but the American dream is is alive and well. And I'm telling you that yes. right now. If we just focus on what is good out there good things happen and and i just like i grew up in scotland it's not like some third world country you know that i have a lot of friends that have come from um to the united states but the opportunity is nowhere near anything like we have here so it was just like it was fascinating to me that i really i put the work in i learned you know how to do things my own way because nobody was nobody I had nobody to show me I just had to figure it out but that was a good thing for me because I figured out my you know my flow for things my the 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 way I handled things and you know I I sold the most homes um ever in, in a first year in Denver and I just continued to to build my business from
0: there. Let me unpack a couple things that you said. Um, first off, thank you for recognizing that. I don't know what the hell's wrong with so many people today where they talk shit about our country, but our country is the biggest opportunity um, that exists. And it's it's a breath of fresh air to hear someone appreciate that. So thank you for that. Um, thank you for all those who have served and everybody else who fights for it every single day. Um, but listen, you, you you have the exact same story as my, as myself. So um, this has some similarities here. <laughs> Um, I didn't come from Scotland, but I did come from Carbondale, <laughs> Carbondale, Illinois, which is probably the armpit of America when it comes to colleges. And I remember one day I was uh, doing a keg stand and I was 22 years <laughs> old getting blacked out. And then the next day, a week later, literally, I was walking down Michigan Avenue in my first suit being like, what the fuck happens now? And I was 22 years old in that time. And I started at a, at a company called, I think it was called, it was called Home Touch. And Home Touch was a buyer agency only. And if you guys are familiar with Chicago, you see it on the news. Water Tower Mall used to have a kiosk in the very bottom level of the mall, which is a tourist trap or tourist central. And in the kiosk, we'd have a bunch of just different listings and properties there. And we would just stand at this kiosk and just strike conversations with people because people would stop by to say, hey, what's going on with that listing, right? Or, oh, how much does this thing go? And then you would just start a relationship. The very first house I sold, Um, was to an attorney. I had nothing in common with like this guy and me. Um, I still stayed friends with him over the years. Like we're totally opposite of the political side, everything. We have nothing in common. He's an attorney. I'm a dude. Um, but I always knew the power of relationships because when I was in college, I was like the guy who had all the parties. I had all the bar bartenders. I always knew how to grease people to get in. Like I had everything. I was a shit in college. Then I got to the real world and I'm like, (laughs) damn, I started over. I was nobody. The one thing, and the one thing I learned is that everyone always has a common ground. And in business, regardless of what the common ground is, if you can find it early enough in a conversation, you'll earn the chance to have that conversation. All right. So this dude was in a fraternity and I just got out of one. And that's how I struck it. We bonded, talking about frat hazing, frat parties and all this crap. and ended up selling them a $420,000 condo. First sale I ever did. Came right off the floor of Water Tower Mall. That gentleman, I continued to nurture the relationship with him over time, even till the, till the time I left Chicago. 17 years, 18 years, i I known this guy. I can't tell you how many people he's referred me to over the course of time. He's had me over his house for dinner, all of that different stuff. Um, this entire business is based upon relationships. Um, you guys it's not based upon lead generation it's not based upon that autoresponder you don't know how to use it's not based upon the ai technology that the gurus are pumping down your damn throats right now that you're never going to learn how to use what it is going to be based off and what it always has since the dinosaurs ruled the earth has been based upon relationships because 88 percent of people close with the first agent they meet with and if you do all the stats you can look up and see where people choose their agents from it's not any of the places i mentioned it comes from people they know you personally met or that you're referred to. And that's where over 80% of business comes from each and every year. So to have a guy, um, how old were you when you came over? 29. So to have a 29 year old <laughs> dude come over to the States, probably has stars in his eyes. Like, holy shit, this is great. Probably like a kid in a candy store, like you said, and you just didn't know anybody, but you focus on building relationships and folks, that's what the business is. If you're sitting here, Trying to think that you're in sales, you're in the wrong damn business, in my opinion. I don't believe we sell. I don't think you can sell anyone anything without first having a relationship. So there's a good book that demonstrates this. Um, and it was called, uh, God, What do the name of it. It was written by the dude that sold the most used cars in one year. And his name is Joe Girardi, I believe. Um, I've got, I'm, I'm blanking on what the name of the book is, but the whole point of this book was this guy sold like 346 used cars in one year. Okay. Yep. This wasn't a condo building where you get 346 listings with one developer. He did individual like, so it's not like he had a bulk sale. He did individual car sales one at a time. And how he did it was he came up with this thing. He calls Gerard's rule of 250 and he goes, every single person knows 250 people, that they can refer you to every person does so he goes when i and this is like the center stone of our philosophy today is like he goes when i um sold someone a car i didn't spike the football when i sold them the car i spiked the football when i got the third or fourth or fifth referral from them because once he sold them the car he instantly went hey if this person can refer me their friends and family this is a used car salesman guys okay we're talking about selling real estate, the biggest investment ever. This guy's did the same concept with used cars. Is this guy, if, if I could get into their people of 250 people and then they could introduce me into the 250 people. And that's how this guy rolled. He just kept leveraging relationship off relationship, off a relationship, off a relationship. Because you know, how many times do you get turned down on a referral when you go to a listing presentation? Never. How many times you get turned down when you go up and you get a... Uh, cold call you're like hey I just got this lead I'm gonna go over you don't know who the hell it is they're interviewing five other agents
1: well it, it, it's just like it's a it's a different it's a completely different proposition and it's um it's it's a different process as well and it it never seems to go as well even if you get the listing, which you don't always get obviously because it's a it's a completely different set of parameters you're working to yep. um so yeah I, I like you you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's, I'll tell you what, there was a period for about six months in 2017 where a lender and I partnered together because a lender was like, we need to, you know, we need, we could grow exponentially and we wanted to do, uh, we bought leads and I had a team of like five agents that were cold calling and calling and calling and calling and calling. And and I was miserable. It was just so unauthentic to who I am as a person. And like, we 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 got rid of it, and I sat the team down. And I said, "I'm going to teach you how to grow, how to grow by repeating referral business, and I'm going to teach you how to develop relationships, and I'm going to teach you how to be authentic, and I'm going to teach you ultimately how to provide more value than you're ever going to receive in, in payment." And you know, talking about books, the 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 one book the one book that changed my life was the Go Giver, um, and that just taught me all about it's it's about providing value before you ever ask for anything in return ever and you've got to provide way more value than you expect in return so that was just something that you know I was given in my first year in real estate as well and it just hit home to me it just was like it was just like it was like I was looking in the mirror reading this book and I think the the, the big thing yeah you, you look not everybody has um you know, an outgoing personality. There are introverts out there that succeed in real estate, but they, they maybe do it differently. But for me, my personality is, is extroverted. So it's very much, you know, high energy, high passion. People see that I can care because I wear my heart, on my sleeve, and I'm very transparent. So that's just the stick who I am. And that's who I mesh well with. And that's where, we, where I get really good results. So let's go um, back
0: to the, um, let's get out of real estate for a second. Let's go back to the phone sales. Like you knew this, this is not a real estate thing, you guys. This is any business, any referral business, anything that you're self-employed or and then you're in charge of, and you're the brand or you're in charge of going out there and, and getting um, direct sales. Like referrals is where it's always at. Um, how did you, like you, so you when you would go on your phone sales, the same thing as what I'm talking about with the used car salesman, you would focus not necessarily on the sale, but on the relationship.
1: Well, so talk, I, I, yeah, I, so I,
0: like, how do you, like you probably I, have a, we, you probably have a system in your head that you're like, all right, here's how I build relationships where you're like, all right, first thing I do is I make them laugh. Second thing I do is I do this. Like you probably have something that you, it's it, you guys, it's like dating. It's um, it's
1: more about finding that common ground in me. Cause we would go in our office with these little cubicles we'd sit in and I would hear the guys that had been doing it forever, like 30 years selling yellow page ads. Right. And they were they were polished and I, I put that in air quotations and i would hear them on the phone talking to to prospects and i'd be like what the fuck like honestly this well, is I the mean- biggest chill cheese ball bullshit i've ever heard <laughs> and like how can it's like so scripted yeah and it was just like so sleazy and i'm like i just it just wasn't me and the and the, and the, the thing is it was all about just being authentic to who I am. Like, you you get what you see with me. And yeah, I'm there. I'm always thinking about how I can help people. And that was the big thing for me is, my my internal cues were when I was listening to people, it was always I was looking for something. I was listening yes. to an opportunity where I could make an impact in their life, make their life better by introducing them to somebody or something that was going to help them in their journey. And these are the conversations that I love to have because I want to surround myself with people that want to achieve, that want that are high achievers, that want to make a difference in, in the world. And I like as this like young kid from Scotland coming over and having these clients, when I was selling these 20, 30, $40,000 condos, I was always looking, I was always, you know, sending the little handwritten note every time I met somebody and just building, building, building. And th- that, th- that was, that was something within me. And when I, when I hear kids nowadays get into real estate and they're, you know, the the Instagram kids that are growing up in real estate now that want the private jet and the Ferrari before they've even sold a home. Yes. And you know, I get the I get a lot of people calling me and asking to meet me just to they're going to get in real estate. And you know, I will help people, but I'm selective. And I tell them, I say, the word of advice the the advice I give to you is for the next three years, you're going to work seven days a week. You're going to work 80 to 90 hours hours a week and if you are still in real estate after those two to three years come back and talk to me because I guarantee you'll probably give up after the first three to six months uh, because it's too hard or you're not getting enough business and you've got like I'm a firm believer Mike that you got to earn your stripes you just don't get like I've never had anything handed to me and it's just the way I am it's like if you don't earn your stripes you're never going to understand what the what the roadmap is like and what the struggle yep. is. And 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 you can't look back on that and have perspective because I'll tell you right now, when I started in real estate, me and I had, you know, nothing. And it was like, I can remember multiple times over that first two years, hoping and praying a closing was going to happen so I could get that extra three or $400 to pay our mortgage. And it was like, I, but that's given me a perspective. You know, I can look back on that and say, there was a grind and, and there, there was the earning of the stripes. And like, I just think, you know, I know we're going kind of off on a tangent here, but there, there's just been a loss of that, you know, yep. um,
0: you know, everything, well, everything
1: wants to come too easy.
0: Well, the um, you said it earlier too, you said, I failed forward, essentially. Um, you, you don't um, the best, like I, I look at, I take your perspective too. Um, I've gone through a transformation in the last five, six, seven years myself, um, bankrupt went here, been there, all of it, you know, I went up and went down from, you know, I've been there, done that. But, uh, truthfully guys is you can't, um, unless you like learn lessons, the hard, painful way you don't actually learn them, um, is what I found out. And there's something great about being humbled and coming from, um, very humble beginnings because it is how you, you'll look back. I do believe that, you know, I used to read these books all the time and you always read the books about the, uh, a millionaire, right? And the, he's successful. But if you, every single one of the books has the same story, if you guys ever really pay attention, someone goes out and does really well, then they lose it all, and then they build their shit back up, right? It's, it never fails, and it's because um, you'll make mistakes if this business isn't too easy. The truth is, is like you have to, you have to fail. I I, I, just, I believe that too. If you don't get burned, um, you never learn, and um, it's made me personally with everything I've gone through, way better person, way better businessman. I know what to look out for, but in this business, you need to uh, suffer through that. It's, it's just how it is because you're right. It, it just won't, you'll never learn. And if you never learn, you'll never be able to do it. Um, so I, same thing. Uh, first three years, I didn't have a life. Yeah. I, I just, I just sat there and worked. I was crying. I was like, what the hell am I going to survive? Like, just like a little kid stuck in the city. Like, what the hell am I going to do? Um, yeah, but you just have to hustle and it's the same story, dude. It's like directly the exact same story. It just went from building relationships, building relationships.
1: Yeah. And, and I can remember my, my daughter was, you know, I've got a 12 year old and a 10 year old now, but my daughter who's 12, she was six months when I went into real estate. And, um, you know, when she was one between one and two years old, she would pick my cell phone up and be like, dad, 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 da, because <laughs> that's all she knew like she just she she grew grew up with me just being on if she saw me I was on my phone and you know I, I look back on that time and um did I miss a lot of time with it with when the kids were little uh yes but do you know what they now have is they have an unbelievable understanding of work ethic and how how you know hard to work at things and, and right. things don't just come to you sure um and you know I think that that's where I'm at in my real estate career is now is 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 trading dollars for time because you know I I do want to you know my my philosophy Mike is you get one shot at this this isn't a dress rehearsal you got to go out and and knock it out the park in in all facets of your life and you know number one the most important thing to me is my family and my kids and if I'm if I'm not um putting a lot of time and energy and resources into them, then I'm failing as a dad. So um, ultimately that's the goal. And, and I've been lucky enough to use real estate as that vehicle, um, you know, to, to, to get there and to get to a point where, you know, I'm able to um, trade the dollars for time. So um, one of the, when I worked
0: in my first job, okay, you're, you're like this, the um, girl, the gal girl, um, she's from England or she was from Ireland. Um, before we got on the show here, I'm like, Oh, that Irish kilt on your brand. He's like, I'm not Irish. I'm Scottish guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, oops, sorry. My bad. You got to keep it in mind. But the, but the, um, your accent's the same. And her name was Andrea. Andrea was a top salesperson there. Uh, much like you, like very similar story. She must have, she was only in the States for a few years, but she was a top salesperson there. And what she used to use, she used her accent to her advantage because it's adorable. Like she'd be like, oh, how are you doing? Like, you know, how you're doing it now. People probably say it all the time. I love your accent. Yeah. I love your accent. But she used it to her advantage because she knew that's what made her different, right? And I look back at it in mindset um, or in, and I look back and look at that. That's how she, she crushed it on the floor. Like she would just crush it. She'd pick up yeah. a client every time she was out there. So, um, you know, but she embraced her authenticity. She embraced her personality. I'm sure for someone coming over here you might be a little insecure about your accent. Maybe. Right. Well, or maybe not. Maybe, maybe you got too many women that just started throwing no, themselves at I'll you. T- <laughs> Mr. Dreamy you.
1: over here. Uh, well, but A, a funny well, a couple of things. When I go back to Scotland, my friends give me so much shit because they think they say I've got an American accent now. Sure. So it's changed dramatically. And I'll tell you why, because I was never insecure about my accent, but I had, I had been given a referral in my first year in real estate and I, picked up the phone and called them. And the wife was on the phone with me. And after about 30 seconds, she said, stop, this is not going to work you in because I can't understand a word you're saying. <laughs> and I got like offended. I was like, yeah. do you know what I said to her? I said, I'm speaking English. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm speaking yeah. the same language. And it's funny because they're great clients to this day. Uh, they were one of my first clients and we joke about it. every time I see them, I'm say, I say, can you understand me now? Yeah. Um, but it, it, of course, it is. It's an icebreaker with anybody because they're, they're, they're you know, they're, they're interested. They have, they have questions. They're like, where are you from? And like, where are you from in Ireland? And I'm like, well, I'm not from Ireland. I'm from Scotland. And I, of course, I use it to my advantage. Um, but it, it's 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 something that um, you know I thought was going to be a hindrance rather than a help when when I first started in real estate. But no, I've well, I've definitely been we, able to. We deal this
0: all the time with video. We'll create content for people, and they're like, "Oh my god, I look stupid. I'm too fat. I'm this. I'm that." And like, folks, don't, get over yourself. Like, no one cares about that stuff except yeah. yourself. And um, like, and people can see it when you're faking it too. So. Um, regardless of what it is. Yes. Be yourself. Like that's how video works. If you try to do it too scripted or you try to do it too polished or too perfect, it's doesn't, it doesn't do too well. Right. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta uh, take this stuff in. Um, All right. So tell me how you're doing it now. Let's fast forward um, to today. Um, You're running basically all referral based. Are you doing any type of lead generation or anything like that?
1: No, not any, like I'm not buying any leads. There's no, you know, Zillow or anything like that. Um, I'll tell you, the, the thing is that the struggle for me, Mike, over the years has been um, to to recruit and retain good people. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, I think the majority of people that get the real estate license just have this, you know, uh, imaginary uh, outlook on things that everything's just going to be driving around, showing these million-dollar homes and making big fat checks. Well, that's not reality. And the, the other reality is, I had no business acumen or experience and we're thrown in to become business owners basically when we get our, our real estate license and we have no experience on that. We don't know how to hire. We don't know how to, you know, retain people. We don't know how to recruit. Um, we don't know how to run a P and I I didn't even know what the hell a P and L was when I got my real estate license. And that, and that caused trouble in, in the early days because I didn't know how to save for tax or anything. But I think the, the, the big thing for me is the word of advice is get, if you're getting into real estate or you're struggling in real estate, then get with somebody that knows how to do it and actually treat it like a business, not treat it like a hobby, not treat it like, you know, you're just selling a lot of real estate, but you don't know what you're doing after that run it as a business. And the, the, where I'm at right now is I've, I've had agents come and go with me over the years, like lots of agents. I've never been able to really retain them. And I've not known really how to re- recruit properly and also hire great uh, admins or, or great operations directors or whatever like that. But now um, I've kind of, I'm getting there. I'm still, I'm still not where I want to be, but we've got, I've got another agent that works with me uh, full time I've got a director of operations who we hired in January, um, which has been fantastic because I realized I didn't need an. It wasn't an assistant that I needed. It was more operations uh, just to run the show. Uh, then we have a transaction coordinator, and we're about to hire uh, on for marketing because I I um, my previous marketing girl just um, is just having her second baby, so we're we're looking for that. But I'm trying to get the foundation really solid and then recruit some more agents nothing crazy because i don't i don't want to be a babysitter because you know I, there's other things i want to do in life but um yeah that's where we're at right now and our goal this year um which we're on our way to doing is 100 sales uh, and 100 million volumes so that's oh, yeah. kind of where we're that's where we're talking towards
0: congrats and that's not a big team that's nice and lean and mean but you're doing yeah. it um a lot of times I see a lot of uh, I, like, I'll be honest with you guys. I used to have a brokerage. I used to have a team and the bigger the team, the bigger the brokerage. I had four brokerages. I had up to 70 agents. I had 68 headaches. Um, when I had a team of 27 people, I had 24 headaches. Um, so on yeah. your team leaders in a production sense. Sometimes lean and mean is the way to go. Don't um, let yeah. your ego float you all the way to uh, headache-ville. Um, so headacheville. Sounds like we both been down that path. Yeah. But dude, this is really great. Um, let's get this all wrapped up. What I, Here's what I get out of this, you guys. Um, you hear it from me every week. Um, I didn't know what we were going to talk about when we got on here. We we're like, let's just roll with it and record. Yeah. But it, it came down. Like you see a guy like you and super successful He's going to do hundred deals this year, but he's going to do it off of relationships. And I have yet to meet someone in this business, even the lead generating people. Because they'll pay for those relationships, but they still have to be good at building them, even if you're lead gen, because you won't get the client until they start building trust, which only happens when you have a relationship. So um, focus on that, folks. If you guys heard some of the stuff he had, if you're just starting out that first uh, couple of years in the business, it's not a walk in the park. This is a business. This isn't a job. And that's why there's an 87% failure rate in the real estate industry is that HGTV makes it look really fun and cool (laughs) on the outside. But when you get when you start off, man, this is a grind. Uh, You're starting a business. Any new business is a grind, guys. It's not the real estate business. You're an entrepreneur, and every business is a grind. But I agree with you. But undoubtedly, that's but the other but
1: the thing, Mike, is you. There's no better place to be able to do it. That's why I keep going back to building a business. There's no better place to be able to do it because we are afforded the most incredible opportunity. Like in America, whatever the hell you want to do, you can do it. And like, it's not easy. It's not going to be a walk in the park, but you can do it. And surround yourself with great people, people that you can look up to, but, but understand it's about, as you said, about the value of relationships and, and always looking at more value in every relationship that you have, every single, you, you know, back to just the basics of being with your wife. Like, um, you know, that that's what I've learned, but I've learned that um, there's there's nowhere like it, Mike, um, and I know you get this and I know, I know you preach that but um yeah we're, we're lucky um to, to have the opportunities that we do love it folks if any of you guys are in the denver
0: area or you want to uh maybe you're, you just say you're looking for somebody you need some more agents yeah like definitely um,
1: we, we could do with at least another couple right now um, so yeah i would i would love you know i would and if anybody has any questions just reach out to me or wants to in denver that wants to sit down and get lunch or have a coffee like you know, I, the other thing, Mike, real estate's given me everything. Everything I have in life, every opportunity that my family have has come from real estate. So I I want to give back as much as I can, you know? Why
0: don't you tell them how they can reach you and we'll get this wrapped.
1: Yeah, so best way to reach me is, sell uh, is 303-619-4400. Um, An email is my first name, Ewan, at Graham, my last name, groupdenver.com.
0: Love it, man. Great to see you in person. Hopefully, yeah. uh, now that events are back, we see you at one of these yeah, events. I'll,
1: I'll be out I'll to San Diego soon.
0: Awesome. Um, and folks, thank you for listening to another episode of Real Estate Marketing Dude. If you don't know what we do yet, we help you nurture those relationships, build more relationships by putting your videos in front of those very people so that you build a personal brand that people know, like, trust, and more importantly, refer and return to when they need to buy or sell real estate or get a loan, whether you're a mortgage broker. So visit our website at realestatemarketingdude.com. Um, just visit it just once, just once. So I could follow you around over the internet until we get a call, until we start scheduling. And until you start getting on video, um, it's very hard to build a brand without creating content. You have two options, create a lot of content, nurture people with it, or you make a whole lot of phone calls to people you already know and just keep taking them out to dinner every other week. You have two options, which one do you want to do? I like the other. So appreciate you guys listening to another episode, check out our channels. Uh, Facebook, IG, um, and YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and we'll see you guys in next week's episode. Peace.